What is going on, everybody? What is going on? It is your boy, Darian, and I am officially here saying that this is the Darian Hopkins Show. Where it be sports talk, where it be entertainment, where it be anything that's going on with sports and entertainment world, we will be doing it right here on the Darian Hopkins Show. So if this is your first time ever being here, right here at the Darian Hopkins Show, we highly suggest that you subscribe, hit the bell button, and get the latest news on all entertainment and sports news as well. So I really appreciate you coming by the channel, and we'll see you on the other side. Peace. What is going on, everybody? What is going on? It is your boy, Darian, and we're back with another episode of the Darian Hopkins Show. And I am your host, Darian, of the Darian Hopkins Show. And we're back with another live stream here um, to talk about a lot of news that has um, broken out in the last couple of hours, in the last couple of minutes. So make sure y'all come on in. Hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Just give me one second. I totally forgot my phone out there. So let me go get that real quick before we get more into the show. Give me one second. All right, all right, all right. I apologize for leaving. I apologize for leaving, but um, we have a lot to cover, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot to talk about, about the breaking news of Michael Jordan um, selling majority of his estate to the Charlotte Hornets. We're going to be talking about, you know, Mike Dunleavy Jr. being the new GM of the Golden State Warriors, the John Morant situation um, that he's suspended for. 25 games um i'm definitely going to have my reaction to that i do want to wait on my other co-host to come up in here so um i'm waiting for i don't know where mac at either for some reason mac usually be in here around this time but i know a lot of y'all have not seen my other co-host as well he has not been um and no mercy sports. We're gonna talk about it. We we gonna talk about it. But Boog. That's good, when, man. When, <laughs> we finally have Boog in the building, y'all. Y'all must not forget. Like he started out at the beginning of these shows and he's been away getting yeah. his stuff together. But we, we back now. We get Mac in here um later on to talk about it. But I wanna I wanna get strictly straight. I'm, listen, I know we have NFL topics, but the, the main topic of today. Is John Morant yeah. he is suspended for 25 games, and more is more came down with how much he's going to be losing. Um, he'll be losing almost 300,000 per game, and he's losing other other stuff as well. As far as not endorsements, he has not lost any endorsements, but he's going to be losing up to 7.6 million dollars this year. So. 300 almost 300,000 per game that's up to 7.6 million. And we all know that the first incident that he was live in Denver on the club, live stream, Instagram, you know, pull, you know, holding a gun in his hand and then two months then he got suspended for eight games. 
which I thought it was a slap on the wrist. And now he's actually um, did it again two months later, being on a live, being on someone else's live stream, holding guns. So we finally waited until the NBA Finals was over to get a determination of it. But um, before I make my statement, because a lot of people is not going to like what I'm going to say, <laughs> they're really not. I want to get your thoughts on it because, yeah, because I'm really about to crack down on the NBA with this one. I'm really, really yes. You don't think like that's 20, enough? I feel like 25 games is not enough. And I'm gonna tell you why, but I'm I want to hear your side of the story. I mean, first. okay, because like I said, the first situation, everybody makes mistakes. Even though it's a really stupid, stupid, and I don't want to cuss, but even though it's a really, it's a dumb mistake. Okay, you get the first one. The second time, though, it's like at this point, you just want to be, bro. Like you just want to be, and it's like I, I that's why I can kind of feel where you're coming from. Like go ahead and it's, it's like really, you know, give him the spanking. But I think they're still trying to give him that time to learn and elevate. He's still young. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I think a lot of people are not, not uh, what I want to say. They're not involved in Jaws' environment. And when I say that, I'm not saying that, oh, because he hangs around these people, he should change his surroundings. He should most definitely change his surroundings. I think Ja was so much of a good kid. It's like now that he got some money, he's like, he wants to be. He wants to be the wannabe. He wants to have a gun. Like, you didn't have a gun your whole time in, in Spartanburg in college. No time. So why do you decide when you get the NBA making millions of dollars, now you have to feel the need to, to have a gun? And short on live at that. Then you had the altercation where he blamed his homeboy, basically. I don't know if you've seen that, but uh article came out where basically he unfollowed the guy who posted the video. As if he was mad at him. Like, I'm making a video. You got the gun at the end of the day. You're in the NBA. I'm not. So, I, I don't know. I think I, – I don't know. I think 25 games is good enough because I think it's going to be so much backlash. He's going to lose so many deals. Like, I think I think that's enough. His team is in the West. They're going to be fighting this next year, I think. It's just – I think 25 games is good enough, especially with all the money loss. Shoe, shoe deal, Nike deal gone. The Nike uh, deal was still there. The Nike oh, deal was still there. Oh, he still man. got the Nike deal. He still have all his endorsements as of right now. But this is why I feel like 25 games was not enough. Number one, you did this in a two a two-month span of you doing your first incident. Then you did your second incident where you knew that your first incident was okay. I got suspended for eight games. I had this gun in the club, and you even though you unfollow old boy from the Instagram, he shouldn't, you should never told him to go live in the first place. You should have been like, you should have told him to shut it down. Like, bro, what are you doing? I just got out of a situation. Yeah. So for him not to be mindful of that, because he felt like he's bigger than the NBA because the NBA gave him a platform. I think it was a slap on the wrist for John Moran. And I understand that he didn't get any legal action. I understand he didn't get any, you know, time served. And I know you could carry a gun in the city of Memphis, but he wasn't in Memphis the first time. He was in Denver. I don't know what the gun laws are in, in Denver. Memphis, he might have been in Memphis in the second video. But nobody's going to believe him now because he has to go through mental health protocols. He has to go through all this other stuff to live up to this suspension. Because he, because according to what I listened to on First Take, I've been watching First Take since the breaking news came out. 
Adrian Wanoski stated that if he doesn't follow and comply by these rules within the inside of the 25 games, it could be added on to more. Hmm. And I feel like it should have been more. I think to me, give him 40 games. Or I say 40, 50, okay. I say at least at least 40 games. 25 games. That's not even a half a season for real. It's almost, it's it's, it's kind of near the end of the first half of the season, but it's not actually near. I think you should have gave him the whole, or probably the first half of the season. But twenty five games to me is, is 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 a second strike. I get it, and I, I want I want to pull up his statement, but I'm just not. I I completely disagree with how the commission went about this. Understand you didn't want to take away from the NBA finals. You did not want to talk about it, but 25 games is still another slap on the wrist to, to, to send a message. Understand he's losing $7.6 million. That could be up to $50 million after the 25 games are over, but that ain't shit compared to what Michael Vick had to go through in the NFL. Even though he did federal prison, he lost hundreds of millions of dollars. $50 million is like $6 to them. But you know, the, the NFL, kind of contract that John Moran has. But you know, the NFL kind of don't play when it comes to us, man. <laughs> You're going to get smacked in the NFL. They're not going to, the NFL not going to play with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, I, 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 it's just mind bottling to me because I know he's young. We all made mistakes around his age. I get it. I get it, but you're representing a brand. Yeah. When you first came into the NBA, you didn't have all this stuff going on. You wasn't doing all this stuff. You when you was at Murray State, we didn't see none of this stuff. And you was a top prospect, and you know what top prospects they get the limelight on them in college basketball. But now you get to the NBA, and you think you're bigger than the league, and that's why I feel like the 25 game suspension is the slap on the wrist because he thinks that he's bigger than the league. And I'm going to just pull up, you know, and another thing too, he lied about not doing it again. That's number one. You went on national television with Jalen Rose in the interview and said that you were sorry for what you did the first time. I'm sorry, but I I, I just can't believe nothing that he said in this statement. And I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up real quick because I do have it here. So this is the statement that he said, um, according to Adrian Wynoski, let me just fix my 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 banner real quick, uh, my layer real quick. And, and I, I I feel like I feel like if we we give it too much leeway to these younger cats. We're getting too much leeway to these younger cats. So let me pull it up and, and read it off to y'all, because if y'all can't see it, then I'm going to read it here. This is the statement from John Moran. He said, I have time to reflect and realize how much hurt I've caused. I want to apologize to the NBA and the Memphis Grizzlies, my teammates in the city of Memphis. To Adam Silver, Zach Kleiman, and Robert, Robert Pera, who, um, who gave me the opportunity to be a professional athlete and have supported me. I'm sorry for the harm that I've done. To the kids that who look up to me, I'm sorry for failing you as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better to all my sponsors. I'm going to be a better representation of our brands. To all my fans, I'm going to make it up to you. I promise. Then he says, I'm spending the offseason and my suspension continue to work on my own mental health and decision making. I am also going to be training 
so that I'm ready when I can get back on the court. I know my teammates are going to hold it down, and I'm sorry that I won't be there with you in the beginning of the season. I hope you'll give me a chance to prove. Uh, he said, I'll, I, hope to, I hope you'll give me a chance to prove over the time that I'm a better man what I've been showing you. That is the quote here from John Morant in what has been stated. I mean, he apologized. D-Hart, what, what more you want from him? I, I, I can't. <laughs> I, 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 I have to see it to believe it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have to see it to believe it. Because you went on national television and told everybody that you were responsible, you made a mistake, you apologized. Two months later, you do the same shit. Come on. Come on, bro. If you knew from your first time, you know, he, I, you knew from your first time that you went and did an exclusive interview with Jalen Rose. You made Jalen Rose look stupid. Yeah. That's what Jaylen I'm Rose saying. Actually- that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's, it's not about he never convicted a crime. The fact that you went on national television yeah. and told everybody you apologized the first time, and, and you, know- you, you made Jalen Rose and ESPN look stupid for giving you this interview to, to give you your side of the story, and you still did the same shit two months later. And I just feel like, too, like, people are, like, losing sight. And I hate to make this a black thing at the end of the day, but it's a thing that comes with, and I don't want to say our culture, but certain parts of it. Because I'm pretty sure it's a lot of guys in the NBA that have CCWs and that carry their guns legally or that have guns, firearms on them all the time. They're not on Instagram showing them, though. It's, it, I can see it's, it's, it's a professionalism that comes with being in the NBA, and I just don't think he has picked that up yet. And that's why maybe they're trying to give him that time. Like, he hasn't had, like, a – and I, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to even give him an excuse after a second time, but I get what you're saying. I just feel like he's just the, the wannabe guy. Like, he's not going to get it. I feel like even if they would suspend him 40 games, he's still just not going to get it. He's that dude who never did nothing his whole life, raised in a good neighborhood, all that, and now he got a lot of money, and he can act like – he can buy guns. He can – you know what I'm saying? He can do that type of stuff now, and it's like – that's what he. That's what he's choosing to do with his time. Twenty five games. I don't know. Yeah, but the, it's it's about the it's it's about the brand image at the end of the day. Yeah. And I just felt like I have to see it to believe it. For me to believe that you're going to change, that's that's just me. That that's just me personally how I feel about the situation. I don't, and, and I know everybody in here is probably gonna say twenty five games is is too much. I think it's less. I think it's still a slap on the wrist with the NBA because if this was the NFL, he probably would miss the whole damn season. Somebody just NFL, hit it on top I don't of play about stuff like that. Somebody in the comments just hit it on the head. Even besides, that's not even good gun safety. <laughs> like he didn't even know how to hold a gun or even <laughs> like that. Somebody in the comments just hit that on the head. Like. He wasn't even good gun safety. Uh, they said nephew is not a good look, but if he gets his shit, imagine what he could do. That's the only yeah. thing. It's a big if. Because now you have this image of you now being, oh, you you the guy on Instagram live on social media holding guns twice. Yeah, so that image, see, that image is still going to stay there regardless. But see, to a certain extent, but and I know it sounds crazy because we're talking about NBA players, but that's when I that's why I kind of want to touch touch on the culture thing. 
to a certain extent, that's the thing in our culture now. That's the guy. Not saying like that, like, of course you have, but that's the guy. The guy who got the guns on Instagram, who got the money, that's the guy now. Like, and I guess he's not really caring about the NBA thing. And that's, I'm happy you hit that. That's exactly, that's what he wants to be known for. That's what he wants to be known for. He wants to be that tough guy. Yeah, I just don't understand, like, you, your father's with you all the time. Didn't your father tell you about the first incident at first? Understand that we can be hard-headed kids at, at, at first, but even though that you had your father in your life, you had your mother in your life, why do you want to live a persona that you never lived? That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm not understanding about the this whole social media stuff. Why are you trying to put on an image that you never lived, but live just live the image that you have as John Moran, the franchise basketball player, and probably the face of the NBA. But no, you want to follow into a footsteps of a bunch of thugs that live in Memphis or live in Denver and put on this persona and this fake gangster shit. And I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going 100% nah, he, uncut. He, he, I don't care. At the end of the day, you're a fake thug and you want to be around thugs because you want to feel like you want to fit in instead of being an outsider. That's the problem with John yes. Morant right now. Yes. Most definitely. You hit that on the head. And I come, I because me, me and you come from this this nature. The the, the in, in our community, we want to get out. We want to That's get out of situations. Like <laughs> we don't want to be put into situations like that. And that's the problem. They they carrying guns and being gangster is being cool. That shit ain't cool. I'm not gonna lie. If I had a John Murray contract, people from my city might not even see me. They probably wouldn't even see me, let alone like it's. I don't know, man. He just like like I, I can't even say you took all the words in my mouth. It's just the image. And then of course, too, I'm happy you hit on that because like I said, with that with our culture, with him staying in Memphis, you got the the music that's going on in Memphis right now. You know, like it's not it's it's not even I, just music in Memphis, it's just rap music, period. Well, yeah, anywhere, but I just I feel like specifically him being there because people are saying, like, oh, he has a gun, he's in Memphis. John Morant not in the hood in Memphis. Like you get what I'm saying? He's not right. he's not in South Memphis or not like that. He's but the fact that he was in Denver, he was in Denver in the club with the first gun. He wasn't even in Memphis the first time. <laughs> like, what, like what you need your gun for in the club, bro? <laughs> like at the strip club at that. He's at the strip club. Like you John Moran, you're not just going to know any type club. You're not like you probably got security with you. They like, I don't know, man. He's and they said that he needs a role model. His father should be his role model. His but father... that's what I was going to say, though. Like, imagine if he was able to come and a guy like Zach Randolph was involved. Do you get what I'm saying with the team? And he could be able to talk to him because Zach was like that, too. Zach yeah. was one of them. He was one of them ones, but he still knew how to care. Like, he knew how to, like, you just got to know how to carry it. And I just feel like he don't, he, judges don't have it. And I feel like that's still not him. Like, you can look at him and tell, like, that's it's not you. I, I see John Morant being the potential of being a role model, but he has to bounce back from this. Yeah, he yeah. has to bounce back from this. I can't. I have to. Be, I have to see the improvement. I have to see that he does not do this again for me to believe. Because he went. He like I said, he went on national television and told the world how he apologized for this first incident. And two months later, you go back around and do it again. Nobody's going to believe you. That's why I agree with Stephen A. Smith. Nobody's going to believe you right now. Yeah. They're just not. You just I mean, not yeah. You put out a statement, but I feel like 
I feel like it wasn't genuine enough. I need to I need to actually speak louder than words with me. Yeah, I mean he made that bed, he got to lay in it. That's how yep. that go. How that go. I just feel like the I just feel like the, the NBA in the 25 games. Is 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 still a little light for me. I it's just yeah. it just don't sit right with me from 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 the NBA standpoint because I feel like a lot of NBA players get away with a lot of shit in this league. Yeah, they just do. It's not even they, even outside of this situation. I mean, we could go back even our God bless his soul, the Kobe Bryant situation. He got off on that. Michael Jordan with the gambling. He got off with that. We have so many issues in the NBA that they and players get slapped on the wrist and don't really do no no real time of suspension. And something has to change. Y'all, this thing has to change here. And, and you, and I feel like he did not send a message to the league because the league feel like they could do these players. They feel like they feel like they could do whatever the hell they want because then the NBA they make it millions of dollars. Oh, I'm this person and I could do what I want. And Adam Silver showed that they could do what they want. And I, I, we, uh, we were touching it because I, I kind of want to go down a rabbit hole because it's like I want to think too, like, like okay, I don't want to compare, but the NFL. What do you think is different between the NFL punishments and the NBA punishments, or just the way they handle it? What, what do you think the difference is? I think the way they, I think the NFL, the way they handle it is a, is in a way where the NFL is more stern. They're not going to tolerate their brand being tarnished yeah, nah. by players doing stuff off the field. When it comes to domestic violence, when it comes to what happened with Michael Vick, and you know it, it, it what happened with Ray Rice, they take that shit seriously. And I feel like the NBA doesn't take it seriously enough and be enough stern about it, because the NBA is is just as popular as the NFL. But I just I I I, I just feel like players get away with so much stuff in the NBA. That if you if, if they would if John Morant would have done the NFL, his career is done. Oh yeah, he's he's it's over. His career is done. I don't. They don't care if you was a first round draft pick. They don't care if you was there for two years that you was an NFL league MVP. You made that mistake twice, especially if the NFL is even being lenient, lenient of giving you a second chance. That's yeah. you don't That's get strikes in the NFL. The you just time, don't. After the first time, the NFL probably wouldn't have waited for it. They're like what? Like yeah. And even the NFL, I feel like it's so difficult. That would have happened if he was in the NFL. Even if he would have came back after the first time, he just wouldn't even have been. They wouldn't even allow him to be that same guy. Like, you're not going to come back and just think you're just this all-star. You see how things Vic had to go through when he came back? Exactly. Like, he's not just going to come back and just be that guy. After it took just, him forever yeah. to get back in the NFL. He had to appeal it like twice to get back in the NFL. And, and, and I, I, I understand my, my uncle's in the chat. I, I get it. He has a chance to get it correct. But what if he doesn't? How many chances are we going to keep giving the guy to keep doing the same thing over and over and also again? He has to lead by example, too. Because what about the next young black guy that comes up? And what if they don't give him that chance? What if he like, oh, well, John Morant did it. They let, What if they don't give him that same chance? He has to lead by example. And I think that's kind of like why another thing with the, the that really like a, a, a chat GPT message to me. But <laughs> you said another, that in the chat too. <laughs> but that's another thing is like, you're really supposed to be a role model. Like, you, yes, you have kids looking up to you, bro. Like, you, he All just, right. 
it's just certain things he has to do better, bro. Because then now you're setting a standard like, oh, well, I can go to the NBA and I can still post guns on Instagram. Like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> it, 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 just, to th- just to throw some things out there, right? I know everybody heard about the Damon Arnett situation. When he went on Instagram and he was flashing guns, you have not seen him in the league since then. They slammed him. And and you know what? That was his first strike. And the NFL didn't play that. NFL didn't play it. I understand that the difference is is that Damon Arnett threatened people on social media. But the fact that he flashed guns, multiple guns, and the NFL said, nope, we're not tolerating that. We're not giving you a second chance. None of that. Then you look at um, Henry Rock situation with with the car accident. Even yeah. though that he was drunk, he was drunk driving. He killed the lady and a dog. His career is done. Yeah, I wonder how the NBA would do if that happened in their league. I wonder how that would happen. How would they sweep this under the rug? How would they sweep Damon Arnett under the rug? Because that's exactly what they're doing with John Moran. They're trying to protect their face of a the face of the future face of the NBA when LeBron James leaves. That's what they're trying to do. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the, like, it's, it's just, it's. I just feel like it's, it's, it's two different, it's two different things, man. It, it, it's, it's just two different ways the NFL do theirs and the NBA do theirs. And, and I the can't NBA, lie either. I think also that uh, them handling the Josh situation the way they are and the way they handled Kyrie and Kyrie never did anything. Like, it's just kind of like, what the hell? Like, bro, like what is really going on? Like, <laughs> I was just about to get to that. How they, it's the thing about Kyrie. I understand that he had his issues ever since the COVID protocols back in Brooklyn. I yeah. get that. I get that. He did not want to play due, due to the mandates. That was his choice to do that. But you didn't see, but 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 then he did something with the the Jewish people or something of that nature. Yeah. And the scrutiny that he got for that, he got more criticized than John Moran is getting criticized for <laughs> on Instagram. I think Kyrie might have made the news, CNN or something, the real news. Like that was crazy. But the thing about it is, at least he, at least John Moran didn't pull the Gilbert Arenas. But yeah. Gilbert, but Gilbert Arenas situation. It's a little bit was a little bit worse than what John Morant did. Yeah. Let's, let's just let's just keep that. Well, I'm not going to bring up that double <laughs> thing. But the NFL would have did something. I think I think MLB would have cracked. You see what they just did to Trevor Bar- Boyer. You see what they just did to him in MLB for those those sex allegations. Oh, they MLB, it's like other. Uh, if you look at MLB, and you NHL, said allegations and how they you said allegations. Yeah, but he was he was he was found guilty on those. So those allegations is actually well, yeah, true. Charges now, yeah, charges. Yeah, now. charges now. Yeah. So he don't and even have like, it. And it's like they're supposed like I, now I can get what you're saying. You are they're professional athletes at the end of the day. They have to uphold a standard. Professional athletes. They're professional athletes. They have to be professional first before anything else. So it's just certain stuff they just cannot do, just can and shouldn't do. And but I feel like Adam Silver, it's it's almost his time, man. I don't know what's gonna happen, but just in general, but that's crazy. I knew he was gonna go super hard on them today, but I just feel like oh, yeah, I don't... yeah I, I'm going. I'm, I'm not going hard on John. Mar- I mean, I went hard on John Morant because I said this multiple multiple yeah. times, and I I just feel like. I was expecting more games. I was just expecting more games. I, I think if you would have gave more games, it would have really gave a message to the league. Like, listen, we're not going to abide by this. 
and we're not going to support this. But 25 games to me is just not enough. And they say, and, and Unk is, is, is saying, just give him another chance. Listen, two two tries but holding guns on social media is enough for me. I have to see the actions. I have to see what you do after these 25 games and see what you do on social media. Now it makes me want to look at your social media to see how how if you're going to fuck up again. It makes me now it makes everybody wants to go back to John Moran's social media to see what he's going to post now. Because he because I just I just feel like action speaks louder than words would be. I'm the type of person that you gotta show me action that you're going to change. You gotta show me that you want to change because remember, if I'm not mistaken, that we did a segment on this and he went away for about 10 days to try to get his mind right <laughs> after the first incident. It didn't if after the first incident, he, he came back and he got his mind right, did the Jalen Rose interview, and then he did this two months later, two months later. That's why I said action speak louder than words. <laughs> that's that's what that's why I said they they in the comments crazy. I'm I'm loving yeah, it. Yeah, because I see I seen one comment that I wanted to say something to because he said he's a kid. And first of all, I think how old is Ja? Ja has to be like 20-something. But ja way, is in his Ja's in his 20s. If if Ja wasn't in the NBA and he had a, a firearm and he got caught and get arrested, people wouldn't say he's a kid. They would say he's a criminal. He has a firearm. Exactly. Thank so, you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no like that. I don't understand he didn't commit a crime, but technically he kind of did because it's yes. the image of the NBA. Yeah. It's the image of the NBA. So to me to say that he uh, understand um, that he never committed a crime. But if you look at the state of Memphis or you look at the state of, or the, the city of Denver or whatever in Colorado, I think there are gun laws that you don't actually need licenses to, to yeah, carry. You don't. You don't. And, and you don't. But so of course he didn't commit a crime, but he committed a crime to the NBA. He yeah. sure did. But I, now I feel like why are we skipping just in general? Like we, we like, I, I like firearms too. You get what I'm saying? Of course, a lot of people might like firearms, but that's no excuse. He is in the NBA. He can hire security. He his he his homeboys, you know, he can do a lot of other stuff. He has no reason to have a gun. Point blank, period. Don't even matter. And he has even, damn even if you have a gun, don't put the shit on social then, but media. Even, it's like because you can even tell, like, maybe because I'm a little bit younger, but like the way he like dancing with the, the young boy and all that, it's like I wanna be gangster, bro. <laughs> like he wants to be gangster, he's not <laughs> like like everybody trying to act like no, John wants to be gangster, bro. Like that's what it is. He wanna be gangster and the NBA, I guess, is not teaching him like you can't be gangster and be in the NBA. It's not how that goes. You can be tough. You know, you got player Draymond Green, Zach Randolph. You can be tough, but you can't be. You're, there's no gangsters in the NBA. It's not how that goes. It's, it's, it's no not, it, 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 You gotta, you gotta think about it too. Like even and you see the whole persona of Allen Iris and the way he was dressing back in the yeah. day. They thought that he was a gangster, and that really no. was not that. It wasn't yeah. that he just he was just being himself. But you never seen Alan Iris didn't post guns on social media. You never seen that. But you know, he just went to wear his do-rags, his baggy jersey, his and jerseys, when you say and his perspective, but look at all the stuff he went through just for dressing a certain type of way, for dressing, for for, for having some braids or some shorts. Like, look at all the stuff Al, Al had to go through. And I feel like Josh. Man, maybe that's certain OGs he should talk to because I feel like guys like that kind of open the doors now for I'm not I, I'm sorry, I'm not holding off on judgment. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not holding off on judgment because you did this twice. Now, if it was just a one-time thing and you never did it again, I would have been cool. But you did it in a two-month span. 
and you went on national television and I, which I watched multiple times. You, you, you tried to tell the world that you changed. You try to tell the world that you changed. So me as a fan of John Moran, it makes me feel like, it makes me feel like, bro, like for real, just, just as, as a mature fan, not a kid, but as a mature fan, like, bro, for real, you get you getting paid millions somebody, to do stupid. You, you get paid millions and you still doing stupid stuff. Whoever not serious, you would hit that dead on the head. He said weed is legal, but you don't just see the NBA players on there. Like they're professionals, bro. They have to right. be professional. Like point blank period, they're professional, bro. Like it's no excuse, bro. You have to be a professional. Like, come on, man. Yeah, we're going, just... going with John Moran holding guns and then Zion Williamson getting porn stars pregnant. Like, what the <laughs> hell is going on with the NBA? <laughs> Like what? What the, what the hell is going on with the NBA, bro? Man, like we, we 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 wiping porn stars and and, and being man, fake just, gangsters. Man, man? Zion from where is Zion? I don't know. Zion's not from Charleston, but he from somewhere in South Carolina. Man, you gotta think they from South Carolina. Man, they ain't never had or seen nothing. Them boys is wilding out. They they need they just I don't know, man. What do they call them? Uh, well, I don't know if they have like a. Whatever they need, uh, they both they... from South Carolina. Oh yeah, they both from South Carolina. So some listen, yeah. whoever if you if you living in South Carolina, just move, just go. Just, <laughs> if you, you want to get to the NBA, just leave South Carolina, bro. Just leave, just leave South South Carolina at this point because is 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 just is. I, I, people might say about about me judging John Morant. I'm sorry, you know you gotta you gotta you gotta prove it to me. You gotta yeah. prove it to your fans. You gotta prove it to your organization. You gotta prove it to the NBA. And I really hope that his peers in the NBA, like those advocates, like the LeBron James of the world, the Kevin Durant and stuff like that, that don't get in trouble, that don't get in trouble in in, in legal situations or doing stuff on social media. I really hope that he they put him under his wing. I really hope so. And that's just off the court. Because on the court, of course, they're going to be competing against each other. But I really hope like those advocates that don't get into trouble in in, in the NBA and, and stay out of those type of situations, take him under his wing so he never has to do it again. Yeah, or even his teammates. Because at this point, bro, as a team as me as your teammate, what the hell are you doing, bro? Because now you keep putting us in a situation to where it's like, bro, if you're going to be on this team or you're not, like if you're going to make the sacrifices because everybody else has to make the same sacrifices to be on that team. So it's like, bro, you can't keep even doing your team like that. So now what, Desmond Bain got to run point guard for another 25 games? Like, come, you got to get it together, bro. He got to get As a teammate, I'm pretty sure his teammates are pissed off, like. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I think his teammate. I think his teammates is pissed as well. I just think so. I just, but at the same time, I just really hope that uh, Dylan Brooks was not a, a, a reasoning of him doing this. And and you know, um, I don't know. I just I I just feel like for me that it's it's just time for him to 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 man up. You learn from this, and you have to show the world, not just the United States. Show the world that you are a changed man. And you see how, and only reason why I say that because I said the same thing about Mike Vick. Is Mike Vick going to come out of jail or is he going to change? Because even though you come, you get, you can get out of jail and do whatever you, you know, do whatever you want when you get out of jail. You're a free man. But are you going to change? Are you going to go back to your same shit? Are you going to go back to those same people? And 
that's why Mike Vick life changed because he stopped hanging around those people. He yeah. got away from that crowd. He got away from that environment. Can John Morant do that? And I really hope that Michael Vick gives him a call. Yeah. Because that would be another reason of, even though they, they come from two different sports, but Mike Vick's been there. Yeah, he understands, yeah. He, he understands. understands. So you it, it, before John loses everything, Mike Vick, I really hope you give him a call. It, it, at least get him, uh, get him in your program because you know Mike Vick has programs of try, young younger guys trying to change their life. And I understand that John Morant, you're young, you're making a lot of money, and you feel like you not that, you feel like you that dude. But now it's time to humble yourself. It's time for some humbling. It's time for some humbling. And if he does change. I'm going to come on here and lie and say that, listen, I appreciate that he made the change. I will come on here and be like, I was wrong. But until then, I stick by what I said. Just watch, keep that energy when he comes correct. I'm Michael, listen. I, I'm not, listen, first of all, he's a young black man. I want him to win every way right. possible. But just me, me being 26, I just feel like, bro, like, come on, bro. Like, it's so many people right now that will give they literally right leg to be in your situation. Like you are tripping, bro. You got to just, I just feel like you just got to know how to handle situations. Like we, and then that's another thing too. Like we can't keep getting into these positions and blowing the bag and then complaining. Like that's right. not how that works, man. It's not how that works, bro. There's a lot have- of people, there's a lot of people that's in professional sports that, that lost the bag and they would never, they never had really got that second chance. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it comes with a situation where, like, you're getting a second chance, John. And a lot of players, a lot of players that's, that's, that's formerly in the league or trying to get back into the league can't get back into the league because of the mistakes they had. So you you got you, you to gotta take this second chance, run with it, and, and, and improve yourself. Yeah, that's, that's all, that's yeah. But the yeah. NBA, you got to be a little bit more stern. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think if it was Howard Stern, or whatever the guy named Mark Stern, whatever his oh, name yeah. was, that was the problem. former commissioner. It been a I don't think Adam. I don't think he would have gave that John Morant twenty five games. He would have gave him more. Yeah, I think he would have gave him more than forty. Maybe or I'm not gonna. I lie. think he would have gave him forty. Because <laughs> somebody said a forty two piece in the comments earlier. <laughs> right, because people have to. Because these players have to realize, and also these young players, especially coming into the NBA draft, it's not guaranteed you make it to the NBA. It's a privilege to be here. So they always just saying that your parents always said to us, I brought you in this world and I could take you out. So for the NBA, you have a privilege. You have a, you, you, you privileged to be here, but you're not guaranteed to stay here. (laughs) You're not guaranteed to stay here. So yeah, the old NBA would have, he would have been done. Yeah, He would have been been done with the old NBA. (laughs) Agreed. But we get like we get a little bit too soft. We get a little bit too soft, a little bit too sensitive these days. Everything gotta be, oh, we gotta cancel him. We gotta do this. We gotta yeah, do that. Right. No. No, absolutely. But I we took a, almost a whole hour talking about yeah. 
job. We need to get like, that off, I, but, but first, take the same shit because they had mad topics in the first hour. <laughs> yeah. In the second hour, the whole hour was about job rent, man. Like it's because it's, it's it's brand new. It's brand new news. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. brand new. It just came out, and uh, I am going to throw my own personal video up there on the on the channel as well. Because if I do, I might have to do a whole damn premiere and make it look like a live <laughs> yeah. shit. Like I might have to edit some things out, but. Um, when you have seen we've been what we've been through, death and suicides. I'm that guy. Watch him, please, nephew. Listen, I gotta see it to believe it. That's it. I I gotta see it to believe it. I gotta see it to believe it. Um, but we're going to get into some other things here as far as um this whole thing of we're gonna get some more information about John Morant, which we'll get the more information. Um about it whatever more you know intensive or intensive things come out just know that he'll be losing three thousand three three hundred thousand dollars per game so that's up to 7.6 million outside of it and if he doesn't abide by the rules that was given which we don't know all the full details of the rules if he doesn't abide by the rules or get his mental health checked um more games can be added on so 25 games is, is as, as what it is right now, but it's not guaranteed that it, it, it's not, it's guaranteed, it's possibility that it could be more games if he don't abide by the rules that, that was given to him. So um, why even have the rules if they ain't going to enforce it? I mean, they, they, they are actually going to enforce it, um, Raider Twan, but, but my thing, my thing is this, I just hate that the fact that you gave him 25 games First, you should give him more if he doesn't abide by the rules. You suspend him for the whole damn year. That's just me. If I was if I was the, the commissioner of the NBA, he would have 41, 40 to 41 games. And he if he doesn't abide by the rules, but you don't know all the rules that yeah, that I was say maybe the, they might be really strict. Maybe they might be really strict. So maybe. Yeah, so I mean when when it comes when it comes down to it, I would have given him 40 games. And if he doesn't abide by whatever the rules that they that the NBA's given him, I would have suspended him if he didn't abide by him. Suspending him indefinitely for the rest of the year. But that's just me, in my opinion. I think that I mean you you gotta be in in our community, in the black community, you gotta be hard on these kids. Yeah. You can't be soft on them. And I feel like in this moment, I feel like you're still being soft on John Morant. You're not really giving him a harsh reality of shit. Because if this was if this was some, if this was a a nobody, they would have been out the league. Yeah, he'd been, been done. But um, I want to get into some other topics because uh, we talked almost a whole hour of this topic of John Morant. But who has a better chance of repeating this uh. year? And I was waiting for Mac to come on here because I wouldn't have had this conversation. Yeah, we need we need Mac. We need Mac in here, man. I, I said neither. Just to put that, I said neither. I don't shout, uh, and shout out to Raider He said 25 games is like missing preseason. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's, and RC says, in the real world, you'll lose your job. I think John Morant needs a heavy suspension since most of these athletes don't get punished uh, like regular civilians. The NFL does, but not the NBA. That's the difference. But um, just to let y'all know, make sure y'all hit that like button and subscribe to the channel if you are watching on YouTube. Uh, make sure you share it out if you are watching on Facebook. Make sure you retweet it if you're watching on Twitter as well. We are going to have this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So make sure y'all go follow us there and make sure y'all go check out SeatGeek.com for all your live sporting events and concerts of that nature and get $20 off your first purchase using the promo code D Hopkins. So, and um, just let you know that uh, D Hop Nation T-shirts are available. So make sure y'all go check those out. The link is in the comments here on Stream Elements. Make sure y'all check out the D Hop Nation T-shirts. They are now available. But who will have a better chance of repeating this year? The Kansas City Chiefs or the Denver Nuggets? And I would love to hear what. And I, I want Bo to come back on camera for this one. I want him to come back on camera for this one because, I mean, you see his, you see, y'all see his profile that he's a Dolphins fan. Y'all, y'all see that. So, who has a better chance of repeating this year, the Denver Nuggets or the Kansas City Chiefs? Who has a better chance? I, I want to say neither, but if if I had to pick one, I will go the Nuggets before the Chiefs. Only because, once again, I see the West being wide open, like, unless KD and Book come with something. But I don't really – with Chris Paul going, I think they still going to have some – I mean, then who else on the West might pull something together? The Kings, maybe? I mean, you still got the Kings that's up and coming with – But I feel like Sabonis, Sabonis played so bad when it was time for him to show up in the playoffs. I feel like kind of – I just – I see the I can see the Nuggets repeating again before the Chiefs, most definitely. The Chiefs had a roster, don't get me wrong, but I feel like this year of football is may, may be one of the most balanced years we've seen across teams. It's not really one team you could say like they're sorry. Not to me, I don't think. Maybe the Texas, of course. You can always say the Texas sorry. But like besides that, I don't really see a team you can say like they are sorry. Or even maybe the Patriots, unless they get DeAndre Hopkins. But <laughs> it's not a lot of teams that are bad, bad. So I kind of I go with the Nuggets again. Jokic playing good. Bruce Brown. Let's have that guy. I, I couldn't wait to get on here and talk to you about Bruce Brown. What, I, what still, I still, I still, I still, I don't know. It's just something about his demeanor that I just don't <laughs> like about him. It's something. It's just something his demeanor that I don't like about Bruce Brown. But, yeah, but I they mean, have a complete team, man. Like. They they do, but Bruce Brown is a free agent this year. So if anywhere he goes else, he's going to get the But bag. you see, you see what Malone said at the parade. He said Brucey B's not going nowhere. I mean, that's up to the organization to deal with that. I mean, even Malone can say that because he's the coach, but the organization guy, he gotta see what he what he wants. But I'm I'm gonna say it is I this this is tough for me, and I feel like it's really hard to repeat in both leagues, number one. Okay. We all know that the Chiefs could have had more than just two championships yeah. at this yeah. point, but they've been to the playoffs ever since Patrick Mahomes has been the, the starting quarterback. You know, Denver, I mean, Denver reminds me of that Milwaukee Bucks championship. That's, no, and I'm going to be completely honest. It, they was they was young. John was at his best. He won MVP that year. He won finals. And it just gave me the same run that Milwaukee had. And it's really tough in the NBA to repeat than it is in the NFL. Because I'm going to tell you why. It's one and done in the playoffs for the NFL. It's one and done. You got seven games to, to advance to a next round. So for me, I'm going to say it's easier for the Chiefs to repeat and it's going to be harder for the Nuggets to repeat. 
<laughs> hey, I see we got a lot of Bruce Brown fans in the crowd, man. I I'll try to tell D Hop, man. Bruce, he just he don't he just he don't like Bruce Brown, man. <laughs> I just I don't know. It's just something. He just gives me. He just, I don't know. It's just something about him that just throws me off. <laughs> he just throws me off, and, and people fail to realize that. Even though I am a Raiders fan, and a lot of people say that, but on this show, I am a football fan, and so I have to take my fandom out of it. You know what I'm saying? I have to yeah. be realistic. And I don't like the Kansas City Queens. That's what the Raiders fans call it. We don't call we don't like the Queens. That's our division. But we can't we can't just take away the greatness of what the Kansas City Chiefs do and how they win football games and how they reload, how they won a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. And as a Raiders fan, I thought the Kansas City Chiefs was not going to do shit once they traded Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. I really thought that it was going to be a bad year for the Kansas City Chiefs. And look what they do. They win the Super Bowl because you know why? They have a coaching staff, just like with the Nuggets, well, they have a coaching staff that's just as good to keep them consistent. But it's been, if you look at the NBA, it has not really been consistency of back-to-back champions since the Golden State Warriors. And you have not seen really back to back since the Kansas City, like Kansas City Chiefs. You really haven't seen back to backs in the NFL. The Rams in between there won it. Yeah, you know. So I'm I'm going. I, I'm, I'm, oh, that's this is tough. Chief, but I, I'm gonna go with my answer that I did last time. Chief. It's easier for the Chiefs to get back to the AFC Championship. It's gonna be harder for the Nuggets to get back to the NBA Finals. I just feel like the Chiefs' defense, man, is like. Don't get me wrong; they play great in in the bowl as great as as great as they could. But I just feel like their defense is just it's not consistent enough. I know they picked up. I think they did some draft. They, I gotta look at my notes for their offseason moves. But I know they did make some moves in the offseason. But I just feel like that receiving core is just still not that again. And they defense, they just got a, a lot, especially the cor- corners and DB wise. Like who, who they have, uh, they lost Thornhill. Um, what's the rookie guy name? I forgot. Well, he's not a rookie anymore. But they got a couple guys, but they literally got maybe two names, and the rest of they got just like. You know, but my but my question. Oh, McDuffie. They have McDuffie. That's his name, Trent McDuffie. Yeah, and my but my question is, do you really? But the thing about this, one thing about the Chiefs' defense, they wasn't like at the bottom of the barrel when it came yeah, to no, rankings no, no, no. for their defense. They was in the middle of the pack, and sometimes you just need, you don't need a top five defense to win Super Bowls anymore. You just don't need it because offenses are so prolific now. Especially when you got the best quarterback in the league, damn sure. Yeah. So, so I mean. I mean, for Denver, I just feel like can they can they keep this core? You know, will 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 Jeff Green come back after he got his championship? Will DeAndre Jordan come back? Will he have his championship? And and, and I'm not really worried about the starting five for Denver. I'm really worried about their 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 um outside of Christian Brown because I don't know why he names it pronounces Brown when it's really Braun. Oh, that's who that guy was. I was like, who was this guy that scored 15 points? Randy. Yeah, Christian. His name is Christian. They, is, is, they call him Christian Brown. He says his last <laughs> name is pronounced as Brown, but it's okay. Christian Braun to me. But um, he's he's going to be around because he was a rookie. He went from winning the national championship in Kansas and now he's an NBA champion after being drafted. So he's going to stay. Yeah. It's just really the uh, Bruce Brown. Can the Nuggets re-sign him to a contract that's not going to break the bank? Because now free agency is going to come around and the bat's going to be thrown at him just the way how he was successful. 
and I, I think that's a lot of things people people are sleeping on too. We probably get on that tomorrow. Is this NBA free agency coming up? It's crazy. Like, right. and it's not crazy. It's, it's to the point where it's like it's a lot of big names, but the players that are out there, if they are to go to some teams and play their role, they could make those teams championship teams. I feel like, like a, somebody like a Middleton, if he's healthy, or uh, Zach Levine. It's a couple players, you know, that that might be out there. Mm-hmm. Depending on what Draymond does, depending on what they do with Clay, we, we'll get into that. But it's it's a lot of if ands, and I just feel like this free agency is gonna be big. But I feel like Bruce is like he's that energy guy for that team. Like him and and even though Gordon is playing low, I feel like him and Gordon are like those dirty work players for that team. Like yeah. those grimy players they need on that team. That's why I feel like they're gonna keep Bruce though. Yeah, we, we just have to see because you know they they love to throw the bag at people. They love to throw the bag. So I just want to see what they do with their with their bench. And, and see how that works. Cause I know Gore is going to stay. Yeah. We know we know Jamal Murray is going to be there for. They go finish their. They probably finish their careers in Denver. You know, um, Michael Porter Jr. is still young. Yeah. You know, and and, and Denver is small target. Uh, is a small market, but no NBA teams can afford three max players. I don't think Denver need three max players, but I don't think Bruce Brown should get the max. Absolutely. No, no, not. no, 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 no. He's definitely but, a max player. But like I said, the NBA is what the NBA is. They will, it will, it'll be a team out there that would throw him the max. I, I mean, mean but, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm gonna tell you why though. Look what the Sixers gave PJ Tucker. I mean, I'm just saying. Ah. Uh... They gave, that, they gave that man 30 mil. I mean, listen. And he shot one shot a game. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying the NBA like to throw bags at certain people. I mean, P.J. Tucker went to different teams and got the bag. And if y'all think that Bruce Brown is not going to get thrown the bag at another team, I don't know what y'all talk How about. How many years does Aaron have? What kind of contract does uh, – what kind of structure does Gordon have? I do not know, but – um, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I know he's staying there. I, I, I think he's he's still under contract for a couple more years. But we have we have Mac here, man. What's, what's up? up? What's up? What's up, guys? It's good, bro. So just just give me your quick take, real quick, because we got our quick take. We gave we did a whole damn hour, yeah. almost a whole damn hour about John Morant. You, I, like I said, I I didn't agree with the twenty five game. I think it could have been more. I feel like it's still a slap on the wrist, but I made my explanation for it, so I'm not going to go into it again. Because book says book, I saw you know I went on the rent. You know I went on the rent, man. Well, so think, hey, look, man, I'm I, I I put I put it the same same way. I, I've said it before, and I'm, I've told you know similar thing. It's just look, dude, this is it. This is your last chance. This is your last motherfucking chance. There's no more chances after this. You are not a child. You are not a kid. You 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 are a young man. Emphasis on the man. Okay. Let, let let's be honest here. If 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 you weren't in the predicament you were in, you wouldn't have these chances. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So so on on top of that, like okay, as long as we know, if any more shit happens, we we talking about a year suspension. We 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 talking about indefinitely until you know what I mean like none of no more no more this is it this is it it's done it's over with. John Morant better be the most motherfucking uh, charismatic loving motherfucker in the NBA from here on out. All right, so we you you got you got your point across there real quick. So uh, next topic that we were just talking about. Um, 
who has a better chance of repeating next this this season, the Kansas City Chiefs or the Denver Nuggets? Chiefs. Chiefs. Even though you're a Baltimore Ravens fan. <laughs> Chiefs. The Chiefs. But, 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 Wait, me, give me that me. explanation though, because I said me. this. I to said win, this here. to win a Super Bowl in the next five to eight years is going through Kansas City because Mahomes is in Kansas City. I don't like other other than Tom Brady, okay, and, and, and like like, and I'm talking about prime Tom Brady, like uh, uh, Peyton Manning. Nah, I, I, to me, I'm concerned that Patrick Mahomes is already better than Peyton Manning was. You know what I mean? Tom, Tom Brady, and the only reason Tom Brady even has anything on him is because all the damn rings. I mean, Tom Brady did beat Patrick, Patrick Mahomes a couple of times to get back to that Super Bowl. I'm, I mean, I'm, I just want to throw that out there. But, no, but I mean, but that's what I'm saying. It, other, other, than, other than Tom Brady, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. Dude, you're not going to convince me that, that, that uh, another quarterback is better than Patrick Mahomes. Of all time? Not, I mean, if we're talking about in 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 line where his career is right now, compared to where they were in their career, yeah. No, I, 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 I don't know. Who name a quarterback? Name yeah, I don't one. think he. I don't think he's up there with Montana yet. I don't think he's oh. up there with Montana yet. Oh, I'm just being. Sure. I'm being completely. I don't think he's up there with Montana sure. yet. I, 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 not yet, not yet, not the 49er Montana. He's he's right there next to him. Like I'm, I'm. I'm you're not gonna tell me that the 49er Joe Montana was better, like hands down better than Patrick Mahomes is today. As as, as, pure as, I mean, the, as the, the way pure the way the game is played now, you could say that about Patrick. But the way the game is played now, but if you look at how how it was tougher for Joe Montana to win five Super Bowls, I mean four. I mean four or five Super Bowls. I mean I mean it was tougher back then. It's easier for Patrick Mahomes to win Super Bowls now. It's easier for anybody in the NFL to win Super Bowls right now. It's easy because the refs make it easy. It's an offensive league. You can't play defense in this league no more. You can't. Yeah, no, no, and, and see, and from that uh, standpoint, I, I absolutely, you know, I understand that. But you realize just as much as the defense would get away with back then, the offensive wide receivers and tight ends used to plaster middle linebackers when they weren't looking and get open. So, I mean, it, it went both ways back in the day. So, yes, I get what you're saying. Defenses could really put hands on people. But, uh, again, it, it went kind of both ways a lot of times. And from in that standpoint, like, no, it's not fair. But I'm saying from the accolades, the way their career is building, Patrick Mahomes is going to get at least two to three more fucking Super Bowls. Let's be honest. If he it doesn't, really depends be, on how long Andy Reid stays the coach, too. I mean – Bro, I'm gonna tell you right now. Like, I mean, you, you, you'd have to be the shittiest coach in the NFL to have Patrick Mahomes and not be able to get to the playoffs and not even at, at least be on the cusp of being in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is a generational quarterback that we've never seen play. Like, you know, there's no, there's nobody that's done exactly what he's done. There's people that have done similar things before, but all together, nah. And I'm a Ravens fan. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm going to give Patrick Mahomes the respect he's due. That is a bad I, I said name. That. I, I said that, but I this is this is my take on it, on the question. I said it's easier for the Kansas City Chiefs to win a Super Bowl than for the – it's going to be harder for the Denver Nuggets to repeat in the NBA. It's, it's, it's going to be an easier route because if you look at how I, – I learned something from the NFL. They give some of the shittiest teams the worst, the, the, the hardest schedules. And they give some of the best teams the easier schedules. That's what I've been learning the last couple of years with the NFL. 
Because if yeah. you look at the last the last four years of the NFL, if you look at the top five teams, they was in the bottom half of of as far as uh they was in the they was in the bottom half when it came to week schedule. I just wanted to come in and say I don't know because one of the best teams in the league, the Dolphins, got a tough schedule this year. So oh my god, y'all to add that in there. We're not quick. listen. Come on, we, we're not we're there. not going to do that. There's a lot of uncertainty with Miami at this point. I mean, when you look at it though, it goes off of seeding. The, yeah. the, the the worst teams in the league, you're going to have to play the worst teams, and you're going to have to play the best teams. Yeah. And it's the same thing for the best teams in the league. Can you tell they're, me they're gonna that, can you tell me a year the Kansas City Chiefs didn't have a tough schedule? The years they won Super Bowl. Can you tell me? Can you tell me at least seven teams on their roster, or seven to ten teams on their roster that have winning records and has been in the playoffs? You can't really name ten. You can't. Ten who? Ten uh, teams that Kansas City Chiefs played on their schedule in the regular season, and you and, and I'm not be why I say that because if you look at the prime time games, and I'm gonna put I'm not gonna put my Raiders up there because my Raiders stink. Sorry to say it, it, they stink. They stink. Sorry, we we have not beaten the Chiefs in who knows when, but since since the John Gruden era, that's one year. But for me, I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs schedule is so is so easy. That's why they get the wins that they have. And you see, they struggle against the good teams, like a Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. They struggle against. They struggle against good teams, and you see that. Yeah, but they I mean, dominate the easier teams. But that's why they give them an easier schedule, so they could get all those wins, so they could get back to the playoffs. And then when they go to the playoffs, they struggle in the playoffs. Yes, they won the Super Bowl, but you see how they had to earn it. They didn't. They didn't win by a landslide. They earned that Super Bowl all the way through, through the divisional, through the conference, and the Super Bowl. Because the Eagles had many a chances to beat the Kansas City Chiefs if certain plays didn't go the way they went because of the refs. Another story, another time. Just saying. <laughs> Eagles might have been the champs this year. I'm just saying. He was a little juiced up this year, Nasir. We're going we gonna to do better. He's getting a little juiced up. You know, he's been in the gym. getting. You know, he, he might be – going to be a little bit more ready this year, I think. <laughs> Tell two of the last few. Listen, uh, speaking of you know football, the New England Patriots mm. and Mac had a whole paragraph in the group chat about. <laughs> I'm not. I'm getting the same man. I'm, I'm talking about Belichick as a coach, but go ahead. Yeah. Take, run, so run the, the topic. Run so, the topic. so the question. The question is, what if 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 the Patriots and Belichick is the Patriots? Get in last place of this division. Does this does is is this hurts Bill Belichick's legacy? And I'm gonna ask why because he's 34 and 36 since Tom Brady's left. He has not won the division since Tom Brady's left. He has not even been competitive since Tom Brady's left. But we talked about this too, Mac. When you have, when you're trying to put a special team and a defensive coordinator as your offensive coordinator, that gives me a red flag. But do I think this would tarnish his legacy if they come in last place in the AFC East? I say no. But do I feel like Bill Belichick needed Tom Brady, and Tom Brady didn't need Bill Belichick? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like if Tom Brady was not there, do we see six Super Bowls out of the New England Patriots if Tom Brady was there? 
No. Even with Bill Belichick being the head coach, I still don't think, I don't think we will see six championships out of the New England Patriots if Tom Brady is not there. That's just, that's just me. And it shows because people think that Tom Brady needed Bill Belichick when it was vice versa. Because he went somewhere else with a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that wasn't even a playoff team for the last five years. And in the first year, they went to the Super Bowl. Ooh, no, no, no. I no, mean, they, he came into a loaded, good team. They loaded that roster yeah, for no, Tom Brady. They, Come yeah, on, they, bro. They, 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 Come they, on, bro. They, Especially they, that they, defense. Hold on, hold on. The defense they, they, they built Tom Brady. Cool. Hear me out. Hear me out. Well, hear me out. A lot of the players on that defense didn't come from free agency. A lot of those players came through the draft. Devin White was a draft pick. It was not a, oh, he came from somewhere else. A lot of those, Mike Evans was already there. Cameron Brake was already there. O.J. Howard was already there. The running backs was already there. Only thing they did was they beefed up the offensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's keep it real because that's, he, that, that's the same team that Jameis Winston had and he threw 30 interceptions. I mean, it's Jameis, though. But uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to you. It's the same team, different quarterback. Tom Brady just came and just elevated everybody to make it look like he, they had to go out and get a boatload of players. They didn't really have to go get much. Because if you look at the championships that Tom Brady won, half of those receivers is not even – they're not even number one receivers in the league, like a Deion Branch. Who knew the hell about Deion Branch until Tom Brady threw to him? Let's be real. David Givens, come on. Come on, that's the uh, Gronk. Gronk was probably on popular tight end that he had outside of the Hernandez boys. So for me, for Belichick, he needs he needs to win this year. But do I feel like it tarnishes his legacy? No. So I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying what what what, what happened the first few years in New England, right? I, I'm saying with, with Belichick in New England. Then that let, let, let's take it back even further. Uh, um, let, let, let's go back to the Giants. Let's go back to when, when he won the first Super Bowl, his first Super Bowl with the Giants. I was mean, he a head coach? No, uh, no, he's defensive coordinator. But I'm saying all this goes in his legacy. All his legacy is everything he's done that's led him to be a head coach. That's led him to, to be coordinators and and it, like it, to the whole legacy part. That's why I'm saying like like as as much as everybody like like yourself like you just said like like Belichick needed Brady but Belichick didn't didn't necessarily need Brady he didn't they needed each other they did they needed each other because if it wasn't for Bill Belichick building that defense okay i don't care if if if, if Tom Brady did put up 30 some points a damn game if you don't have a defense that can stop people from putting up points, and remember those defenses from the mid, the mid, the early and mid two thousands, okay, you had studs, studs throughout that defense. But he built the draft. That's what he did. He he was a great. Yeah. He did good during the draft. But that's what I'm saying, okay. When you have a guy that has sit here and he built, he built the teams. He didn't. He they don't go out and splash and spend big money in free agency. So it is. It's like. They needed each other. They Brady needed his prowess and his, his his the way he ran a team because he he runs it like a damn corporation. It's not ran like a family business. We're not here to have fun. We're here to win, and that's that's what Belichick is. Now the problem is Belichick doesn't have an elite quarterback. So yeah, so now now you're starting to see little things crumble around. Yes, he made a bad decision to to get Matt Patricia in there. That's one of his guys. That's one of his homegrown guys 
he obviously he needed a paycheck. So what did he do? He said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let you be the offensive coordinator. I know you've never done it, but it gives you an experience you ain't never had. And now, now did, did he fuck up? Is that now? Can we look back and say it was a fuck up? Absolutely. But again, like I, said, I just think when it comes to that part of, of the Matt Patricia thing, I think if you're going to draft a quarterback as high as Mac Jones that you're drafting him, why would you put him in that position if you this legendary coach? Why would you put him in that position to go get a defensive coordinator that was that, that uh, slash special team coach to call a place for a quarterback that's still learning? Yeah, no, again, like I said, I, it, it, Patricia is one of his guys. And when you have confidence in one of your buddies and you're like, man, he's a great defensive coordinator. He comes up with all different kinds of disguise coverages. He's got an imagination. He knows how to use it. Let's see what he can do on offense because that's my buddy. I'm, I'm telling you, that's exactly why he got that job. Who's is, is he the offensive coordinator for this year? No, he's not going to be the offensive coordinator for this year. So there you go. Well, he's actually oh, Matt Patricia's not even on the staff anymore. He's in Philadelphia. Well, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like like okay, he's not he's not going to make that same mistake again. I promise you, he's not going to make that same mistake. But to sit here and act like Mac Jones is is even the 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 second you know best quarterback in in that division. No, he's the worst quarterback in that damn division. He like. Like for 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 him to exceed expectations, I'm I'm feeling like yeah, probably not. He's probably going to do the same thing he's done the last few years. And, and again, I, I, I'm just saying, like, bro, uh, imagine imagine having a, a and I'm just going to pull this. I'm pull this right out, right out there. Imagine if like Andrew Luck was in New England. He came out of retirement, went to New England. Do you do you, do you think? That Belichick would have a problem getting to the playoffs with with with, with that with, with you know what I mean a guy like Andrew Luck. Well, if Matt Patricia your offensive coordinator, absolutely. Well, I, he's absolutely not, he's not. He's but, not. but now, but now you have a Bill O'Brien that's coming in that knows Mac Jones and Coach Mac Jones at Alabama. We just got to see what it's going to look like now. Do, do you have an actual offensive play caller calling, you know, for him? Because if you look at Mac Jones. So, so the year before Matt Patricia came there, Josh McDaniels took them to the playoffs offensively as a coordinator. Okay, let's keep it real. So, so th this is this is what I'm saying is okay. So, say say Mac Jones comes in and shits the bed this year, throws like 15, 16 to 18 interceptions with only like 20 touchdowns. He shits the bed. He makes bad decisions. Is is that is that on Bill Belichick? It, 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 it it's going to be it's a team football's a team game. I know, I know, but football's see, a team game. That's, so, that's, and that's that's what I'm trying to explain to you. When you sit here and you say that you're giving all the props to Brady because you know, oh, it, it, it was Brady, Brady more than anything. But I, I'm saying no. That's why I'm saying it's fifty fifty. It's equal. You as a coach, you have to have a good game plan. You have to be able to make adjustments. That's what makes you a good damn coach. But you can't control every aspect on the field because you're not playing. Is this ain't bad? You don't have a controller. You can't control your guys what they do. You know what I mean. So, in, in the aspect like I said, if you set them up to succeed, then you know, awesome. But if you don't, then yeah, that's when you get called out on your bullshit. And as far as I'm concerned, I nothing has shown me that Belichick can't get back to the playoffs. He can even even in that division, he he can. Now, whether it's Mac Jones, you know, he he needs to step it up. If he doesn't step it up, then yeah, I I, I don't see that happening. But if Mac Jones he, steps up, if if Belichick can elevate, you know, 
with with, with Bill O'Brien calling the plays for offense and, and Bill Belichick can really coach up the defense and maybe, maybe you know what I mean, get, get it together. I, I, I don't see why they can't win eight to ten games and at least be on the cusp of making the playoffs. Now, my, now uh, th- th- that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, even though with the whole Tom Brady thing, I threw that out there, but I'm just saying, as far as if he, if he, even if he does go in last, if New England Patriots go in last place this this season in the division, if they do, I'm not saying they are. If they do, I don't think his legacy is tarnished. I don't, I don't think that. But no. what I, what I do know is that it, it's just it's, it's, it's questioning a lot of people. About okay, Tom Brady's not there, and you have not won nothing since he left. Understand, you're in a rebuild mode. But the, the, if I am the New England Patriots right now, you should be offering DeAndre Hopkins a goddamn contract because you know what? If you look at the weapons that <laughs> Mac Jones have on the outside, he has nothing. He has, yeah, you got a Juju Smith Schuster, but he has not been the same since he was in Pittsburgh. Yes, he won a championship with the Kansas City Chiefs. They had one good game out of 18 games that he was with the Kansas City Chiefs. You're not expecting Juju Smith-Schuster to be a number one receiver in the NFL, not anymore at that. So for me, DeAndre Hopkins is the answer if Mac Jones wants to be competitive, at least in this division. <coughs> so you, they're, they're going to need weapons for Mac Jones because sometimes you can't go the Tom Brady route anymore. You can't go with underrated receivers anymore. You at least need, least need one guy that can help you out, that can bail you out as a quarterback. And we see many of quarterbacks get bailed out by the receivers multiple times. I don't care if it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't care if it was Andrew Luck. We've seen all quarterbacks in the history of this game get bailed out because they're receivers or they're running backs, but mainly they're receivers. But, like I said, I I don't think it turns his legacy at all if he loses this if he loses this division. I don't I, I see how the division playing out for the AFC East. A lot of people saying that this is probably the, the best division in football right now, the AFC East, because of the quarterbacks. I don't see that yet. I have to see it to believe it. Because right now Bill's Mafia runs that division in the last last what three to four years. So I, I have to I have to see it, but as far as the question go, no, it does not tarnish his legacy. I don't have nothing against his legacy. I got but I'm, I'm just going with the other consensus is saying it. I got a hot take. Bills Bills don't 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 make the playoffs this year. What? Allen Allen in the middle mm. target. They got a target on their back. <sighs> they do. I'm, I'm, I'm they do. But who do you have in that division winning? And the whole thing is that who, who I promise you, whoever wins that division has to win 11 or 12 games to be the clear winner of that division. So who? So I mean, I mean, so who will the team be? Is the question? I'm telling you, if two is healthy to the end of the season, yeah, come on, man, Miami, right? Thank if, you. If, if anything happens to Tua, it's probably the Jets. They have, I mean, listen. And and, and, I'm, and I'm telling you right now. And Can they, that this, offensive this is, line protect to it? That's the question. Can they protect I mean, But we've been set. We, that's what we've been building on all offseason. I got to see it to believe it. We've been getting, off, we've been getting them right all offseason. That's all they've been focused on is straight O-line. They, that's all they've been focused on. Are we on forgetting about a top, in like like just like Nasir said, he said the Jets have a defense, but what else? If you look, Have y'all not seen the weapons for the New York Jets? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I know the Jets. The Jets are going to win eight games. A guarantee. The Jets can definitely win 11 games in that division. They really can. 
That's, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I I know they're going to win eight or nine games th this season, guaranteed, even if they have growing pains uh, of the first year, everybody being together. That's my whole thing. But but again, what if they don't? What if they don't? You think you think after all the years of, of the Bills coming and kicking them in the motherfucking ass and them fans having to watch them get there, now they got Aaron Rodgers, now they got a defense, now they got offensive weapons. Are you they finally going to put it all together? Man, listen to me. I, I, I would not be surprised to, like I said, to see the, the Jets and the Dolphins be the battle of that division. And and seriously, I wouldn't be surprised to see the, the Buffalo Bills only winning eight. I mean, we, we got to see. I mean, Buffalo did have, the, did have the number one defense last year for for majority of the year. So we just have, we just have to see how that division is going to shape out. So... I'm, I'm not. I'm not making no definitive. I'm not. I'm not making no definitive person. No definitive team to win this division just yet. I gotta. I gotta see it. I gotta and see. Is everybody it trying to focus on two because they know our defense is so good this year. Is that what the thing is gonna be? But I think your defense is not gonna be better than New York's though. I don't think your. What? Your I don't think your defense is gonna be better than New York. New York's had the top five defense in the last three years. They just. They just a quarterback away, and they got their quarterback. I'm sorry if you look at the if you look up the ranking for the Jets defense, they have been in the top wow. ten the last three years with that core. Ever since Robert Slayer has been that uh, head coach in New York, they have been at least damn near outside of the top ten or in the top ten, at least. I mean, granted, I, I give a year to Sauce. What what did what did what did Sauce have? What was his grade at, at coverage last year? A ninety? I gotta he go. Had ninety pass coverage grade, <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. And, and, and I don't know if you. I mean, I understand Vic Vangio is a yeah. good defensive coordinator, but he ain't better than no Robert Slayer. Let's, let's, let's come on now. He ain't better than no Robert Slayer. Now, Robert Slayer took defenses to the Super Bowl. And let, let's be honest, this this offense for the Jets was just as good, but you had Zach Wilson terrible. Mike I mean, White had to come then, okay. in and fill in. And then you had a Sam Darnold. Terrible. But and can then, I say but can I say a couple things that I feel like we're not realizing? How old is Aaron Rodgers? Like I just feel like the, let's face it. I, I understand is. that. But at his so, age, he's still winning MVPs. No, at his age. No, don't at take away age. nothing from him, but he's gonna come so Automatically, he they just gonna come into that new si new system and they just gonna win it all. I guess he's no. I'm not saying they're gonna win it all, but what I'm saying is we're not gonna sit here and not talk about the Jets like they just didn't bring Randall Cobb that Aaron Rodgers know from Green Bay that boarded out of the czar that Aaron Rodgers know from Green Bay. I mean, I'm I'm just being I'm just being realistic here. Like I'm I, I just have to see Tua play a full season, but Tua okay for, for me to believe Tua in the go Dolphin. down last year and what happens. Because I just feel like, okay, he got hurt. That's a part of football. I just feel like I get it. Don't it's get me wrong. Even, it's bigger than football with him at this point because they well, yeah. put up game signs and concussion protocol. Okay, but like, then we no, have the same guy. It's bigger than same, that. It's bigger on, than but that. we got the same backup guy who just came and just held the Jets down for the rest of the year. I understand that, but if you notice, if you notice, if Aaron Rodgers was there last year with the with the wide receivers that they got, yeah, with Garrett yeah. Wilson. And, think, and Brees Hall that didn't get hurt, bro. That, is, uh, that, it would have uh, been a different story if Elijah they hadn't had a good quarterback. If, if Aaron Rodgers was there, Elijah Moore wouldn't have left. He wouldn't have left. Exactly. It just yeah. matter, but but that's what they that's when they went out and got Alan Lazard to replace yeah. Elijah Moore. 
that's what they did. And Alan Lazar is Alan Lazar is 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 really smart and knows how to play with Aaron Rodgers. He knows what Aaron Rodgers can do, and Rodgers know what Lazar can do. Say for Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb knows exactly what Aaron Rodgers can do. Now, if they could protect Aaron Rodgers, we have a team with the New York Jets. If they can't protect them, it's gonna be a rough year. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of uncertainty in this division. Because we understand the Bills without, been on top the last four years. Win nothing without an amazing, with, with even with the, and I that's mean, my I, problem with Tua. Who is like, your backup that y'all can really believe in if Tua goes down? God forbid. But but that's what I'm saying. For, I mean, first we bring in Mike White, and then I just feel like everybody is so focused on us throwing the ball this year. Nobody is paying attention to, and that's why it's even. <clears throat> nope, nobody still know who who Devon Eight Chain is. So I had been off the chat for a little bit. So. If you don't know, you haven't been tuning to who Devon H.A. is. Possibly Devon H.A., my bad. Possibly a rookie of the year candidate. I think he ran like a 4-2 or something like that. He basically came and skipped over three spots. Like, it wasn't even possible that they was even going to get Delvin Cook. But now they're saying he's so good that they might keep him and keep uh, Raheem. And they might trade off uh, Jeff, I think it is, Jeff Wilson Jr. The game's okay. without half. So I just feel like. People not even even we just been straight focused on offensive line this whole offseason. We picked up uh Isaiah Wynn, two depth down. Isaiah's old, but he he hasn't played too bad. Uh who else did we pick up? But uh, it was two linemen we definitely signed. It was him and another guy from the Seahawks. Uh, <clears throat> and we thinking about getting a trade right now for an offensive lineman. We just been talking straight offensive line this whole season because I'm already thinking they're thinking, okay, boom. For us to kind of take the labor off, off too, we're going to run the ball a lot. Teams are already going to expect us to uh, straight go to straight go to Waddle or straight go to Chosen. But we, we got this no, down. What, this what, what, what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing in this, even though that y'all do have a good defense, y'all still have Christian Wilkins that's going to be holding out this year because of a contract. That's that's a, that's a big piece no, I, I for your defensive line. Like no, no, they they said that it's a possibility that he might hold out. And I did I did a show a couple of days ago doing all the NFL holdouts, and Christian Wilkinson was one of those guys that was on that list. So it, y'all have some bigger problems. I'm not we're, saying we're, that the Miami Dolphins is going to be trash. I'm gonna, not saying that. Wilkins is going to get paid, man. He had too 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 good of a season last season. They they're going to pay that man. Even with I, that I, office, I, I hope so. I don't I even, hope so. They, that system, they wouldn't even be back. They wouldn't even be banking on that system working with Vic if Christian wasn't staying. I don't even think that's that's not good. Even with them bringing Jalen Phillips down now, it's definitely it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be something this year. All right, so we got some quick but takes Christian here. Gonna... We we got some quick takes here. We going to go to some quick takes real quick. And uh, I'm going to say how do I get no, I am here. I am here. Oh, no, she, she was talking to kids. Like, <laughs> no, I, I'm just playing. I, I, I'm just yeah, playing. No, but, <laughs> but for me, um, let's go into some quick takes here. Um, I just okay. want to get your quick thoughts on Michael Jordan finalizing the Hornet cell at the 13 seasons. He is going to, he's not, he's a minority of this, the state. Um, let me go to the actual um thing according to Adrian Wanoski. Let me let me just go to it real quick. Okay, was this something if, like they still had to finalize it or something before he all the way? It's still something they have to go through before. Yeah, so Michael Jordan is finalizing the sale with the Charlotte Hornets to a group led by Gabe Polokin and Rick Chennault in his 13-year run as the majority owner, according to league sources. 
it it says that um Jordan is selling the uh, majority of his stake in the Charlotte Hornets to uh Gabe and Rich uh, a group approximately a 3 billion dollar valuation according to league sources of ESPN he's keeping minority of the stake so he has a little bit of partial yeah, okay, of the ownership but what are you? What are your thoughts? Him after thirteen seasons, giving up majority of the estate. First of all, we personally be from Charlotte. Of course, I'm like, it's about time. This is the worst. Is he not the worst person? Who's, am I not? Has, Jordan has to be the worst ever to have a team. Like who was worse than Jordan? I think. Like um, they won ten. I think you can look this up. You can fact check me on this right now. They have won ten out of thirteen seasons. He he had the thirteen seasons. They only had they have had ten. I mean ten losing seasons. Ten losing seasons out of thirteen says Jordan has been the owner of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like they said, the Hornets are so boring. They are literally have is Lamelo Ball. I mean that might change now. Let's see what this owner could do in oh. bringing it, bringing up actual basketball because- GM. That knows the game of basketball that's updated with it and see what they could do in his draft. Yeah, man. Jordan did just he he just had the team, man, I think for other purposes, but not really for he didn't care about them winning any games or making no runs for nothing. Jordan was just looking for the <clears throat> looking at the money aspect, I feel like personally. All right, so the Golden State Warriors promotes uh Mike Dunleavy Jr., his father, I mean his son. Um, they the Warriors promote his his son. As the new GM of the Golden State Warriors, what does this stay for Golden State Warriors? Because I have some questions about it, and I talked about it yesterday about you know the whole Clay Thompson thing. From what I'm hearing, they're not trying to give him the max contract. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to keep Draymond Green, and I felt and then people agree. People people disagree with me about Bradley Bill going to the Golden State Warriors. I'm saying, listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling Bradley Bill to Golden State. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I said I said this because if you if you could keep Draymond Green. And I understand Clay's defense is was really good, but he has not been the same since he's been injured. And you and you're going to ask Clay Thompson to take a pay cut and go to state after all he did. Clay Thompson's going to walk. He's going to walk. You what, had Bradley Bill and Steph Curry in that continuity with that offense, bro. Let's see. Uh, we you could trade. You could trade Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole for Bradley Bill right now. You really can. And give and give them some assets. As far as like draft picks, Draymond got a 20, 27.6 million dollar option. So, I mean, they're yeah, they're not, that, they're not. They're that's only if they keep Draymond Green. I mean, it's, if he stays for one more year, that means that's the final year of his contract. And then Clay is on his last year. This will Clay be, last will be coming, coming into his last year of his contract. So you got to make some moves. Yeah, and, Brad, and, and Bradley Bills is a good. He could be in a good spot with Golden State. It's a possibility. But can Mike Dunleavy pull it off? That's I like, the question. I like Dunleavy, can he pull it Dun, off? Dun, Dunleavy, he, he. I mean, I want to say he. He's not that old. Like you know, what I'm saying he's not a super old old guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think he's gonna get them what they need to get that to get get the ball back rolling. Because everybody basically know they basically on a restart and a, a rebuild. They just starting up a rebuild. So. That's probably exactly what they need. He, young, energetic guy, get in there. I like Dunleavy. He, that, that, that was all right for them. So, right. Nasir says GSW is definitely disbanded some parts. I can't wait to see how it shake up. I can't wait for this office to look how it shake up, too, because now, even next year, Steve Kerr becomes – he they didn't sign him to an extension yet. So, well, he's in the final year of his contract as a coach. Uh, RC Cover says uh, uh, Mike Dunleavy Jr., could be good or bad. It's a very intriguing hire. I respect his game 
from Duke all the way through his veteran yeah, years let him is. work. I'm a Dukey, so that's why I say, like, I think that was just a good move for them all around. And um, speak of the uh, um, shopping, um, I'm shopping Clay just to see what I may possibly receive. I think you have to at least explore. You have, yeah. you have to. If they if they ask him to take a pay cut in Golden State, I'm telling you, you might have to explore him because Clay might not want to stay in Golden State if he's not getting the max. Yeah, he, but I, I I think Clay's already expecting not to get the max though. I think and somebody called me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna step out there on this one. Somebody takes a cut. I'm not going to say who, just to try to keep the team together, try to keep them together. Another, just say somebody takes somebody takes a step and says, "I'm going to be the one to take less money, so we can try to keep us together." <clears throat> and speaking of the East, Nasir, that you picked, that you that you said anything about it. Um, speaking Knicks. of the New York Knicks, I don't know if y'all saw this on first take, but should the Knicks be interested in Zion Williamson? And the only reason why I say this because it was an interview that Zion Williamson did saying that he loves playing for the Pelicans, but if he has a chance to play for New York, yeah, he would love to play for New York. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this, bro. I'm going to say this. The New York Knicks do not make this trade. Do not try to make this trade. The best ability is availability. Okay, I was Zion about to has say, not been available. What? Zion only played 29 games last season, but he did average 26 and 7 and 4 in those games. But, you know, he played 29 games, but he averages 28 games a season. Right. <laughs> 28.5 games a season. Like, do you want to give up an RJ Barrett? Do you want to give up an Obi Toppin? Do you want to even give up a, a few other players that Jalen Brunson, you know, uh, that play well I, with to get a Zion that only can play thirty but games I a season? Think that, I honestly think too, in in a in a way, I think that they're trying. To, I think they're moving on from Julius Randle. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I I, they, I think I, I they're gonna send Julius Randle back to New Orleans. Yeah. I don't see that. But I know that the Pelicans are definitely trying to get Scoop. So I think that's they're looking at if they can move if they can move Zion out, they can get Scoot in there. Yeah, but that gonna... means you're gonna have to move up to like the second overall pick. So that means yeah. you're gonna have to work out a deal. And once the Knicks don't have that, the Knicks don't have that that high lottery pick. So if you do want to trade Zion, it's gonna have to be a three team <clears throat> trade. Yeah. It's gonna to have to be a it's gonna to have to be a three team trade because the Knicks doesn't the Knicks doesn't have a lottery pick so to move up to get school you gonna whoever has that number two overall pick they are gonna to have to trade out of that number two overall pick because school's going number two we all know that Victor's going Victor's going number one he's going to San Antonio yeah, Vic, we Vic already know one. that yeah so so we already know that so when it comes to that situation. I don't see the Knicks going at the Zion Williamson. Only way they do that, it got to be in a team or a three team trade for the Pelicans to move up to number two. And I don't know. I forgot who has that second overall pick for for the NBA Pelican draft. Pelicans should test Zion Market, but I believe he's not going to have the career. To, he's not. He he's not, and he's not going to have the career. I mean, I, it's kind of not even projected anymore because he's already been in the league long enough and hasn't played. You get what I'm saying? So it's kind of like. Whatever he does at this point, it's just like, okay, good, you did something. But 
he kind of already didn't come in to me. Like, and like I said, I'm, I'm I done seen him play in high school and stuff and college and all that good stuff. It just, he, I don't know, bro. He's just, I don't know how to even. <laughs> Brandon Miller going to Charlotte and Portland should trade Dame so they can rebuild around Scoot. I, I think Brandon Miller is going possible? to Houston. I think, I think, I think, uh, Houston's going to try to. I think the Rockets are going to try to get Brandon. Personally, I think they're going to try to get Harden, and they're going to try to pick up Brandon. Because I know we we definitely got to do a topic of our mock drafts of the NBA. Because the NBA draft is literally around the corner, so we got to oh, do our yes, mock sir. drafts. I've been looking at Start the um, I've been uh doing my research on a lot of these players. I didn't even know Scoop was in the movie Shooting Stars. I didn't even know that was him. Yo, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know that was Scoot that played in Shooting Stars. I'm like, yo, yeah. this face looked familiar because I watched Shooting Stars twice. I, it actually, is a good movie on Peacock. Definitely go check that out. Shooting Stars is definitely a great movie. It's definitely a good movie about that squad. But I didn't know Scoot played in it, and and then I seen, you know, um, highlights, and I'm like, yo, that face looked familiar. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's Scoot Henderson. But at the end of the day, um. Zion Newsillen might be very poor, uh, poor man's Larry Johnson. I mean, all I'm gonna say is this is uh, uh, uh to Zion Williamson. And that's tough to call him. We had a lot of energy, he had a lot of energy to get a porn star pregnant. I need that energy to be on the basketball. That's all I'm gonna say about that one. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all, that's all I'm gonna say. But um, I did have some other topics, but I'm gonna leave those for Monday. Um, a lot of people's gonna. I wanted to talk about the whole Derek Carr article because these Raiders fans got on my goddamn nerves about it. They they got <laughs> what, on my nerves about it. Too? What, what so if you, so if you, it was an article that came out right about Derek Carr saying that he didn't give his best in the the 2022 NFL season, um, with the Las Vegas Raiders. So, um, I'm trying to figure out what was actually said. But the Raiders Twitter that I, the Raiders Twitter is one of the worst Twitters. Don't ever go on Twitter and be a part of the Raider Nation. Just just don't do it because I think it just really is 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 really really stupid. So NFL.com says that the Saints quarterback Derek Carr doesn't think he gives the Raiders his best in the final season, and that drove him quite crazy, quote unquote. So it's seen that the nine-year uh, run with the Raiders came to, you know, a uncertainty in, in 2022 when he was benched for the team's final two games and then released in February. Now suiting up as a QB1 for the New Orleans Saints, a four-time Pro Bowler who once claimed that he, would play, he wouldn't play nowhere else, but the silver and black fields, he failed to do that all he could do in Las Vegas. So quote-unquote, and this is what Derek Carr had to say. He said, they just didn't get my best, and that drove me crazy at the end of the year because I felt spread out in so many different ways, Carr said this week on the Associate Press article. And it says that I just didn't feel like myself, and I feel bad for the Raiders, coaches, and their players. Now, while Carr did play poorly in 2022, we're not going to we're not going to disagree agree to disagree on that. He did play poorly in 2022. He was far from he was far from the only culprit. The Raiders' inability to live up to expectations following the hiring of coach Josh McDaniels. Now and traded and traded for All Pro wide receiver Devontae Adams. Now the Las Vegas Raiders' defense was among the worst in the league, ranked 26 in scoring, 28 in yards allowed. Remember, I said that 28 in points allowed. I mean, 28 in yards allowed. 
and 26 in scoring points. And it says that um, they, they had consistently choked away leads. And that's a trend that started in week two loss against the Cardinals, where they gave up 22 unanswered points in the fourth quarter after a 23 to seven lead by the club. Now, Carr does bear some responsibility, though, but he completed 60, 60.8% of his passes and down from a 68.7 over the previous four years in his worst output uh, since his rookie year. He also tied a career high with uh, interceptions with 14. Now, he said, um, and he said in another quote, that I tried my best to get back to that, Carr said. Hopefully it leads to some success. It's going to be a great season for me to learn, to learn and help some of these guys down the road. And when they go through a coaching change or a shift or whatever they're doing. So the transitions made by New Orleans is stout, a stout defense. The unit has ranked, uh, the unit, I can say this, the, it says the unit has ranked no worse than ninth in points or, or yards allowed in three years running. So for me, if you look at Derek, uh, what's going on, Kate? What's going on, uh, Kalani? What's going on, Love? What's going on? But um, if you look at New Orleans Saints' offense with Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, Chris Olave, Foster Moreau, bring back Michael Thomas, and you and, and they said that this team has not even been. They said this, this defense has not been outside of the top ten. I want Raiders fans to understand this, right? I want, I want, I want, I want Raiders fans to understand this. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see you, Mac. My bad. Oh, I want okay. Raiders fans to under. I want Raiders fans to understand. I don't know if you was hearing what I was saying, but I need them to understand this, right? Derek Carr did play poorly in 2022. Yes, he said. They said, "Oh, they gave us nine years of losing." <laughs> Understanding that, y'all still. We had, and, and I, I, I said this. I was, I said you. Book was supposed to remind me of this. The Raiders ranked 26 in scoring in scoring defense and 28th in yards per yards allowed. So is that Derek Carr's fault that we had a poor season? No. If your defense, your defense can't get off the goddamn field, that's that's one thing. It didn't then to turn around to go to a New Orleans team that never cracked outside of the top 10 in the New Orleans Saints defense. So for me, if he said that he he feels though that he didn't have, you know, he didn't give his best to the Raiders, that really goes on the coaching. To be honest, it really goes on the coaching. If he didn't give his, if, if he feel like he didn't give his best, it, it Josh Madier is not a motivating type of coach. He's just not. He's not a motivating type of coach. He he just goes. My, Josh Josh Madier's go with the flow of things, you know. So for for me to for him to say that. I think he was just getting it off his chest of all the bullshit that went on in the Reds organization last year. And I didn't, I didn't think he tried to make it a big thing out of it, but Raider nation, Twitter, y'all wanted him gone, right? Y'all wanted him out of uh, Las Vegas. Leave it alone. Move on. Y'all wanted him gone. And we got a injury prone quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. Hoping he can stay healthy for the whole season. But leave it alone. Let it go. Don't say, oh, thank you for the nine years of losing. But thank Paul Gunther. Thank John Gruden. Thank Mike Mayock. Thank so many coaches that came through. And another thing, the Raiders have not won shit since 2002. 
So even way before Carr got there, we still was looking like shit. So thank you to the Raider Nation Twitter. Y'all weird. Y'all just really weird. I just wanted to throw that throw that out there. And um, I just asked um Bug the same thing that you just asked, Mac. Um, how you feel about Mike Dunleavy Jr. being the new GM for the Golden State Warriors? How you feel about that? I mean, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. And we'll see. We'll see. It's 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 kind of like uh, you know. I'm happy they they let him take that rollover and let's let's see if he can flourish and continue. That's, okay, that, that's it. I mean, on on a lot of GM jobs, it's like you know, you you have your first take on it, and it's like mm, okay. Then it's like you either like ah oh, man fuck that guy or okay let's <laughs> see. I mean, the logical standpoint is like you 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 really nobody knows until you try. Right. Like, like I think it's a good. I think it's a good hire, though. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. But the whole thing is like, as long as you 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 have a true eye for talent, and you you can you know you you check off certain boxes and you do shit the right way, you build the right way, you don't overpay. You you know what I mean? You like, there's smart decisions and there's dumb ones. As long as you know he continues to make smart decisions, which his his history has led me to believe that. I I don't I don't feel like any anything could go completely wrong with him being the GM. And how do you feel about the whole situation about Michael Jordan, you know, finally giving up majority of his estate to the, the um, to, the, I forgot those two guys, it was for $3 billion, but he's keeping minority, he's keeping some of it, but the majority he's selling. At the yeah, I mean, business. I'm going to be honest with you, I, I'm pretty sure by now he's, he's kind of tired dealing with any type of day-to-day email chain, text message chain, updates. Like, he, he, he wants to step back in his role. And, and I get that. Now, does he need to, as far as, you know, assets and, and and he needs money? No. No, he doesn't. We all know that. Right. So the only reason for him to do that is literally him him stepping back in the basketball role. He doesn't he doesn't want to necessarily have so much input on the organization. He he wants to you know really enjoy himself. That's that's the only reason I, I could see him doing this. I mean the the paycheck would is the, you know what I mean the check's definitely going to be nice. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But at the same time again this this is a guy who makes at least that much probably regularly from the shoes. You know. So wow. yeah, you know it's 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 a big thing for you know the people who really think you know Michael Jordan's you know really got an input in our organization. No, no. And he might, last- he might show up. He might talk to the guys. He might you know hey hey Jordan, who do you think we should draft this year? I like this guy. You know what I mean in that sense. But uh, is is again he's not going to be in that email chain. He's not going to be in the text chain. He's not. Like all that is just going to be a headache. He no longer has to, you know, take care of. So, um, in the last, in, in the other one we just talked about before, um, you know, um, Bug Cam down. He's uh, how do you feel about the whole thing about um, they talking about Zion Williamson? I mean, the Knicks should be interested in Zion Williamson. I say no. Um, like I said, best ability is availability. You you I mean, think the Pelicans should not trade him? But I mean. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just asking. Damn, we, I'm just the narrator it's, it's, here. It's, 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 it'd be like bringing in another Randall. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, come on, man. Look, I, I'd understand a, a, a team that's picking him up that, that that's, you know, not paying a max contract. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can understand that. But if a team's going to pay a max contract for a guy, that he should be at least worth that max contract. That's all I'm saying. And that's why it's like, you know, him going into the Knicks, that, that would be, definitely be a Knicks move. It would definitely be a Knicks type of move. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, it, but, it'll, it'll but, be a Knicks kind of move. But, but I mean, if the Pelicans want to move up to go get Scoot and they want to put this Knicks team in, involved with that, then that means it has to be a three-team trade. And that's what I was telling Book, that it has to be a three-team trade if that happens. But I just don't think they're going to stick with Zion. And like you said, you, you want them to wait till November and, and go from there. So basically that's what's what's going to happen. You we want to see till November, see what he can do there and, and go from there. All right. Well, that, that's my last take for the day. I got to, I got to get running. I just want to, yeah, this, this is going to be the last thing too. I just want to give up prayers out to um, Deion Sanders. I don't know if y'all heard about his situation. Um, He might, might be might be looking to lose his foot through the medical complications because yeah. um, you so you know he had foot yeah you know he lost the toe already oh. so he might lose his foot so prayers go out to him and prayers oh, go yeah, out Ray to, Lewis to Ray Lewis, the Lewis as well the Lewis family as well I, I didn't get a chance to do it because we was talking about the whole John Moran thing in the first topic but you know yeah. prayers go out to the Lewis family of Ray Lewis you know losing his son and, and stuff of that nature. So prayers go out to Ray Lewis and um his, his son passed away at the age of 28. Um, so prayers go out to both of them as well. Prayers go out to both of them as well. But that's it for today, y'all. Fridays in the books. What a good episode. So you see what happens when when y'all on here more, you get you get a different tension here. I got, I got, about I got my you. goddamn self. I got you, man. I got hey, we I just hey, I got you. I got you. I so I owe the show, I owe the show a lot, but I still you owe- I still you been working, <laughs> but we here now, man. I still tomorrow. Uh, Nasir might be uh, Nasir. He might be gone now, but he was on some dolphin stuff. I, we gonna talk more of that tomorrow. I get I get going my rent about my dolphins tomorrow, man. You have a so great we, day, bro. I'm usually working during the stream, but I'm gonna try to be commenting more. Hey, engagement is the best part yeah, of the man, show. When it, you, bro. When you uh, we're not gonna. The show is actually gonna be back on Monday. We don't do it. Oh on yeah, weekends. my bad. Not tomorrow Monday. Because um, yeah, today's Friday the sixteenth, yeah. so we we'll be back Monday. But I will be live on the YouTube channel. Um, I will be doing AEW Collision. I'll be doing a live reactions of AEW Collision. Um, probably some WMA games, probably some MLB games this weekend. So. Um, I'll be on the YouTube. I won't be on the Facebook Saturdays, but I will be on YouTube. But make sure y'all y'all check us out on the social medias at D Hopkins Show, which is on Facebook, that's on Twitter, and that's on Instagram. Make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel at the Darian Hopkins Show, and we'll see y'all um in another show another time. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, all the audio podcasts are there at the Darian Hopkins Show. We out of here, y'all, and I will see y'all Monday. For episode forty three, we on forty three episodes. Ain't getting up there. Forty three episodes man. of this thing, man. Working, so, man. uh, I see y'all in a lot of play by play reactions over the weekend. We out of here, y'all. Peace, right. love, and blessings, and have a great weekend, y'all. We out of here.